Hello and welcome to the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Kristen and Rebecca. This is a podcast where we talk about glam, glitz, and what life is really like with a crown. This is a podcast for those girls who have inhaled more hairspray than they have oxygen. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Rebecca and Kristen. Hello, Rebecca. Hello. I'm taking a break from playing with Barbies to talk to you. Are we allowed to talk about it or is it a big surprise? I think we can talk about the idea. It just, it just it's definitely not up and running. Okay. Because you are a Barbie girl for sure. Obsessed. I love Barbies. I found two vintage holiday Barbies still in box at a Goodwill store. Purchased them both. And it just got my wheels spinning, and now I am making Barbie gowns. <laughs> That's my new project. I am not a seamstress, but I am trying to learn how to make gowns to put onto Barbies. I'm so excited to see this. And in my research, you're never going to believe what I found. In my they, research? <laughs> in my seriously, Barbie gown research. They have pageants for Barbies. I'm not kidding. How did that? How does how does one judge a Barbie pageant? So you enter your Barbie like with different categories of outfits you've made, and th- it's a huge thing in the East, like in not t- United States, like um, Thailand and Asia, Asian countries, like huge. It's a so, big deal, and basically, I would like enter my Barbie, style her. You can like change the hair. You have different categories of outfits, and they all just, like, are competing basically in a photo. Oh, my. Is it, like – it's, like, a pageant? Yes. They give a winner. Like, they one of the Barbies wins. I don't understand all the rules because it was all in a different language that I couldn't read. But I am going to <laughs> figure it out, and I'm going to enter some Barbies and some pageants once I figure out how to do this really well. Does, does a Barbie need coaching, do you think? I don't – think the Barbie is going to need the coaching, but I might need some coaching for my own mental sanity because I may have lost it and gotten too obsessed with pageants. Okay. So if any of our listeners know of any, um, I guess you would call it a Barbie handler. Yes. 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 How to coach one for that. I think it's kind of like dogs, you know, like they do dog shows. Mm -hmm. Like the, the person showing the dog is not really judged, but they still have to know what they're doing. So I need someone to kind of guide me through how to prep my doll. Okay. <laughs> I've gone off the deep end here. I'm really here for it. I'm excited. I, I like it because be she good. doesn't talk back to me and she doesn't like throw fits like some of my younger clients and not like not want to practice. She's, she's always ready. And she wears what you say. Mm-hmm. No complaints. No, no orange gown or slit <laughs> up to the butt. Ah, you never know. You never know what she may end up in. Well, I'm never going to let you live it down. (laughs) So tell me what we're doing today. All right. So what we're going to do today is a this or that episode. So I'm going to give you a couple different things and we're going to say, okay, this or that. And I might give my input here and there. Some of it, I have no input whatsoever, but I I know for sure you're going to have an input on all of them. We need your input. You know, as I was writing them, some of some I'm like, yeah, I actually like have an, a true opinion on it, and then some, I was like, yeah, I, I could I could take it or leave it. So, all right, you ready? I'm ready. 
All right, Rebecca, tippy tops or diverse styles? No question. Diverse styles, 100%. Tippy tops are the most uncomfortable shoes in all of time. And if you don't know what a tippy top is, it's what Chinese laundry makes as the old school pageant shoe. Please do not ever purchase a pair. And if you have them, get rid of them or donate them and buy yourself a pair of diverse style. I have a diff- I've had both. I'm sure you probably have too. I have. And, and I've actually had a couple other brands as well. Have you? Mm-hmm. I've had, I have the Mark Defang um, version and I have a, uh, what is the brand? Let me actually just go and look at them. They are Gianni Beanie. And I okay. love those for interview because they, if you have like a pantsuit or a jumpsuit, they can give you the look, like the height of a tippy topper diverse style, but they are like maybe one inch shorter than the traditional pageant shoe. So I really like those because in interview, I don't need to be six feet tall. I'm five, six. It just doesn't look right up close. Only looks right on stage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my tippy tops felt uneasy. Mm-hmm. The like heel, when I was walking on them. The heel is not stable. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what I felt too as I was walking and I almost felt like I could just slip one, like mm-hmm. one way or the other. And guess what Shaylin at the Mrs. Ohio American pageant, guess what she was wearing when mm-hmm. her shoe exploded? The Chinese laundry. Yes. it. But I don't actually know if that was like a normal thing or not. I mean, that shoe exploded. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Into two pieces. All right. Okay, Rebecca, platform or no platform on your shoes? On what competition this is and what age you are, I think when you're walking with some sort of platform on your shoe, it gives your, your gait a prettier walk is the easiest way to say it. Your walk looks prettier. Mm-hmm. I, I always notice when someone doesn't have a platform, unless they all don't have a platform, mm-hmm. but yeah. otherwise when they don't have a platform, I feel like they stick out in not a good way. Exactly. Next to everybody. Just, yeah, it doesn't look usually as long and lean on your leg. If you've got a dress with a slit or if it, this is swimsuit competition, please just do at least a half inch or an inch platform on your shoe. Yes, because I, I mean, yeah, because I've seen it. And not that it always looks bad or anything, but you just can, your eye goes to that person in like a funny way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. What, what's your opinion? Do you, do you have one, a preference? I mean, I wear, yeah, I wear a platform, Okay, <laughs> but I'm well, also not like a super tall person. So I, and my, I have those like very, very strong muscular legs. So yeah. if I don't wear a platform to make myself look a little longer and leaner, I, I look more short toed like, so <laughs> you do I wear, not, you have the most gorgeous fit legs. Stop it. So I wear a platform and okay. I love it. Um, okay. Swim or fitness wear? Uh, this one's hard. I recently have been such an, a fan of seeing active wear in competition, but when you can choose your own. So I really like a fitness wear competition as long as you get to decide what it is, because every body type is so different. Not everyone looks great in shorts. Not everyone looks great in leggings or certain styles of leggings. I love it if you get to choose your own, but if you have to compete and you are, I would say 18 and up, 
I'm always going to be a fan of swimsuit. It just gives you so much confidence and you feel so empowered walking on that stage in a swimsuit, knowing you are your best self at that moment. And I don't know, there's just no feeling like walking on stage and swim. And I think with fitness wear, it's so personal to you with all the different styles that they have now. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, honestly, if I had to wear that international short and sports bra, I mean, I'd sooner die. I'm not wearing it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. That was my preference. But I do wish you could, for if for a pageant that has fitness wear, you can choose your own. That That's my preference. Kind of like um, Cosmos, they have that fitness wear additional piece. So they compete in both, in swimsuit and in fitness. And they get to choose what they want to wear. And they actually do a workout in it. Yeah, I agree. If you can choose it, I think that would be fun. I've never done a pageant with fitness wear, so at this point I'd probably say, oh, I'd like to do that as long as I can pick. Yeah, and I think captivating is that same way, right? They have fitness wear, and you can choose anything you want. Yes, and a friend of mine, Lindsay, competed in captivating. She was first runner-up, and she was actually pregnant when she competed, and she looked so stinking cute in her fitness wear, and she looked amazing. But I mean, like if I, if I was her and I was pregnant and I had to be something that everyone else is wearing, I'd be so annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. And I know Lindsay, she is amazing. So I can't wait to see her back on a stage. I know me too. All right. So do you prefer to have the same judges for the duration of the competition or would you prefer that they have judges rotate? I'm going to speak to this from the judges side since I have judged several pageants. I really love being able to watch a contestant through the whole packet, the whole competition, and judge her as a whole package. Yes, you judge per competition scoring-wise, but when it comes to that final decision, if it's a ballot where you rank versus top scores, I like being able to know how their interview went, to have watched them throughout the competition on stage, and be able to pick the right person for the job. I think if you have different judges, it's harder because they may not really get a good grasp of you as a total package. I like rotating judges only because when I look at a pageant, I do look at it as, okay, you are being scored in interview. You are being scored separately in swimsuit, separately in evening wear. But then as a judge, it is so hard not to let what you've already known about them through interview affect you know, what you're seeing on stage. Mm-hmm. So I think it'd be cool to have the rotating because then it, it truly is the person with the highest score in my opinion. Yeah. And that's another, maybe this or that we could talk about is, do you like a pageant to have final ballot or be based on top score? Cause there is a, there's many different systems where it's a ranking system where you pick winner, first runner up, second runner up, or do you want the girl with the most points to win? You know, I, I judged a pageant where it was a point system in the top five. You, we could see all their points. Mm-hmm. And actually then if I decided, well, the girl who had the fifth um, amount of points, highest mm-hmm. points, I actually want her to win. And I could I could swap them. And okay. I thought that was kind of cool where I could. So it was sort of like a hybrid. So you got two top five and then you, once it was in the five, you ranked. Yes. Now, most of the time, obviously, they scored high for a reason. So for the most part, I think most of the judges kept it in the same order. But if that first runner-up and the first person maybe was off by half a point, 
and you liked first runner up better you could swap them okay round robin or panel style round robin as a younger contestant i loved panel panel was my jam i loved being in front of the panel and being able to feed off that energy of a group but the more i've competed and the older i've gotten i love being able to sit down and one-on-one connect with the judges i just prefer it i feel like it's more of a conversation and less of a job interview type feel I agree. I really prefer round robin. And I feel I felt a lot more comfortable when I could sit one on one with someone Mm -hmm. as -hmm. opposed to standing in front of a, a, you know, a panel of people who I know are judging me. Yeah, I grew up in the Miss America organization where it was a 10 minute interview with a panel of usually five to seven judges. And that's just what I got comfortable with. It's what I loved. It's what I thrived in, I thought, but I would love to go back and compete that age round robin and just see the difference that I would have felt. Would you rather do a state costume that truly embodies the state that you're from or everyone at nationals just do some sort of national costume, some sort of patriotic costume? Oh, this one is super hard. I think it can get a little hard to be creative when everyone is doing a U.S. Totally agree. I I feel like it, it gets repetitive. The mm-hmm. first couple of seeing the national costumes, it's like, okay, all right. Oh, there's another Wonder Woman. There's another, you know, whatever. Yes, and Rosie the Riveter or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, but yeah, with the States, that's so fun. And you can, and it, especially if when you're from that state, then mm-hmm. you can get really creative because no one knows it like you. Yeah. And I really love when someone takes something super unique about their state, sort of like what you did with your butterfly inspired costume and the garden. It just made it super cool to get to talk about a piece of Ohio that maybe no one else had been familiar with versus being like, I don't know, something everyone knows about Ohio, like the Buckeye or whatever, you know, it was just really cool. But I also love a good like nod to what your state's famous for. I always wanted to be from Wisconsin and do like a cheese costume. I thought that'd be fun because they're really, the dairy, the dairy state. Oh gosh. Well, I really like when um, Florida or, or, or yeah, Florida or California, when they do something with Disney, because I think that's uh-huh. adorable. I mean, I know it it's is. overdone and they do it a lot, but I think it's cute. <laughs> it's so cute. My favorite costume, I'll tell you, at Nationals during Mrs. America my year, she actually won, I think, best costume, but she was Miss, Mrs. Georgia and she was a peach basket. And she had this ginormous costume that was all the way behind her that was a basket. And then it was like full of peaches. It was the coolest thing. Have you seen a picture of it ever? I think so. Because that's it was really cool. It was I, very cool. I still don't know. Like I put mine in a, stu- a suitcase and I get like some people ship those costumes, but some of those costumes, I, I don't know how, I don't know how they get them there. I know, I know. Even Shaylin, I don't know how she got her um, Superwoman or Superman costume. It was amazing. They drove it. It was so cool. Assembled it on site. But that was the thing. They had to, exactly, they had to drive it and then build it at the West Mm -hmm. Gate. I know. Like when I think about Miss Universe, I always think like, how did they get that there? Because some of those countries' costumes are thousands of dollars expensive, so elaborate, so ornate. I don't know how they get them there. All right, Rebecca, this is a different one. So would you rather have a great price package 
but the system's really not very known and most people will have absolutely no idea what the system is or okay. would you rather have a smaller price package but the system is the most famous you know miss a system or miss system whatever it is that you won pretty much around the world for me the the price package is pretty important as far as if it includes travel budget that's really important to me winning a title i just need to know i can do the job and not spend so much money as the title holder that i can't recoup it even if i were to make a huge impact during my year if i look at i'm spending my children's college fund then i don't know that that's a good trade off so i would rather have a really great price package that would help fund all of the travel that i would want to do during the year and promoting my platform and the system so i'd pick the smaller lesser known system with a great package I am hot around about this. I went back and forth, and then I think I ultimately landed on a, a great prize package because at the end of the day, like you said, if you're spending an arm and a leg and it's stressing you out or, um, you know, a lot of that falls on you, I mean, then, then it's not fun at all. Then it's putting a lot of pressure on, especially if we're talking about misses, puts a lot of pressure on your family, and even if you are extremely, you know, financially independent and have lots of extra money to do the job. You don't want that to be something that you look back on and think, if I wouldn't have had to spend that $20,000 over that year, what could I have done with it instead? Where could have I invested that money in my platform or what I'm passionate about? Taking my kids on these amazing trips, you know, I just don't want to ever think about the title defining me and having to spend all of my personal finances, I'd rather utilize connections and sponsorships and potentially a price package that helped with that. Yes. Okay. Your dream title. Okay. Whatever that is, just imagine that right now. Okay. Would you rather win your dream title, but have a bad experience during the pageant week or weekend or not place at all, but you had a blast. Number two. Really? Yeah. I would. Do you mean bad experience as far as like it wasn't organized? Things were like if you yeah. didn't. Yeah. I, or like a personal bad experience. Like you broke your toe. <laughs> I, I mean, sure if you, you still want. I, honestly, I'd break a toe to win. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I would, I, if, if I knew I like at the end of the day, I was going to win the title. A, a personal injury I can get through. But I do not want to win a title of an organization that I don't feel like is reputable or legit or really something I'm proud of. I don't want to spend my year promoting a title that I don't want someone else to go compete for. I think I might want to win still. <laughs> That's okay. You can want to win. I think I so. Just, I feel as a title holder, it's so important to recruit and to talk about your system and talk about the the perks that came with it as far as like how organized it was and how well run it was, how great the experience, the venue, all of that. And I don't know if I could lie all year long. Yeah, that's true. Because if I had a bad experience and I thought the person coming after me was going to have a bad experience, I, I wouldn't recruit. I just wouldn't. Exactly. And that's, that's not really what the directors want. And then it's just going to continue being a terrible experience for everyone in the future. Yes. Okay. Would you rather have drama with the contestants or would you oh, rather gosh. have drama with the directors? 
I'd rather have no drama. I don't like this choice. <laughs> it's a hard one. I I guess if I have to choose contestants, because you if if you do win, you're stuck with that director. Not stuck, but you're working with that director for the next year. And I really would not want to start that off on a bad relationship or have something happen during that year that kind of tarnishes my memories. So I, yeah, I agree. That, that's where I'm going to go with it. Yeah, but I'd rather pick no drama at all. I know. Well, yeah, same. I I, don't, I wouldn't want any either. But at least then, you know, actually, and I feel like sometimes being in the middle of something that maybe can be a little dramatic can be really good for your personal development. I'm telling myself that because anytime I am in drama, I'm like, this is terrible. I hate this. But in the end, it's like, it's probably, you can turn it into a good thing. But I would do the contestants because at the end of the day, you may or may not ever see them again. But yeah, and you can also like, yeah, you can walk away from that. Like if it's going on with contestants, you can take yourself out pretty easily. But if you're committed to a title with the director, you can't really step away without resigning, which is not what I would ever want to have to do. Right. Okay. Giovanni or Sherry Hill? Giovanni. Giovanni or Portia and Scarlett? Giovanni. Really? I, I've been really liking Portia and Scarlett, and I think it's because of all the stuff I saw at Miss USA. They've got phenomenal stuff. I, I love Portia and Scarlett. They have some very unique and incredible designs, but I'm, I'm just going to, between the two, my personal style is, tends to lean more Giovanni. Yeah. It, I mean, they, they, I feel like they're a very, Sherry Hill is probably a very safe option. Giovanni's the safe, but more modern and trendy mm-hmm. option. Mm-hmm. And then Portia and Scarlett. It's very fashion forward, very ornate, lots of cool details. I love, I love the designer. I think they're phenomenal. If I, if I were shopping, I would pick none of those and I'd pick Jonathan Kane. Yeah. I knew you were going to say that. That's why I didn't even give that as an option. Yeah. That, that's, it's very much my aesthetic. It's what I love. Um, he, Kane Gillespie, he's just an amazing man and he designs dresses that fit a woman's body so incredibly well and flatter the best parts of you. And I love that he's very size inclusive. I just, I'm such a fan and I know him personally. I've gotten to walk in some fashion shows for him. He designed a gown for me. I just, I adore him. Okay. Would you rather have five minutes of all controversial political questions or five minutes of just very generic surface level questions? Well, I'm going to pick the surface level questions because I know how to turn those into a deeper question or a deeper answer where I can spin it and really tell them a lot about me. Even a question as basic as what's your favorite color? I know how to spin that to tell them a lot about me. It's really hard to get you in there and not just your opinion or your why you believe that way. It's harder to tell your stories in those types of questions. So. A suit, a pantsuit, or a dress for interview? Can I pick a jumpsuit? <laughs> or do I have to pick I, one of those? I two? guess if you have to be difficult, you could pick a jumpsuit. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. So right now, my current 2022, what month are we in? May 25th decision is pantsuit. I, I go for a pantsuit also or, or a jumpsuit, but mm-hmm. that's, that's what I feel most confident in. I like wearing pants. Yeah. All right. If you're, if you're going to wear an evening gown, are you okay. going elegant or are you going sexy? 
Oh, for sure. Elegant. It's, I'm just not a sexy person. I'm I just, am not, I, as we've talked about, I don't know how to do the sexy face in photos. I'm just not that. If you've ever met me, I'm just very not that. So I'm always personally going to pick very elegant. I would have always picked very elegant also, but after I had my son, when I find, when I decided I was going to do Mrs. Ohio and I lost 40 pounds mm-hmm. and I kind of got my groove back. And ever since then, I'm like, yeah, I'll do sexy. Yeah. But you've, I feel like you're both gowns that I've seen you wear this year, like as a title holder, your state gown, internationals gown, they were a very elegant, sexy. They were not over the top, like your state gown was long sleeved, but super fitted and showed all the curves and your nationals gown still had like the slit and the hint of sexy, but still incredibly elegant. So I think you found a good blend. Yeah, maybe you're right. And I guess it depends on what is sexy to you because you're right. Those were sexy to me, but to some people, they probably would not classify those as sexy. (laughs) Okay. Updo or hair down for stage? It depends on the gown and it depends on the girl, but typically I, for myself, I don't really ever put my hair up on stage. It doesn't look the best on me. Even if I have a higher neck gown, I still typically leave my hair down, but I love an amazing like bun or ponytail. It can just look amazing on the right girl. So it's hard to say in general what I'm going to pick, but for me, I'm going to pick hair down. All right. Would you rather have a Red Bull or a Celsius? I've never had a Celsius and I only have had a Red Bull like in a sugar-free version and I did not like it. I don't drink a lot of caffeinated drinks. So I guess I'll pick Red Bull because even though I didn't really like the aftertaste of the sugar-free one, I'm hoping the sugar one still tastes <laughs> really good. I mean, not really. I've had both. It tastes but, like it, it tastes like Red Bull, and it's, ev- it's, okay. It's every a pageant girl, taste. every girl I know right now in this time is like obsessed with the Celsius. I've got to try it. I love the Celsiuses. <laughs> okay, a red lip or a nude lip? For me, nude. But today I do have a red lip on, so it's hard to say. And like, I hate the generals, but I like a nude lip on stage. I think it's more versatile especially when you're switching outfits and you don't have time to change your lip color it can be a lot to have a red lip and swim depending on the color of the swimsuit and the same thing for gown so I'm going with the classic nude or berry color kind of would you rather see a contestant that's way too tan or not quite tan enough not quite tan enough really way too tan looks bodybuilder-ish to me and takes my attention away from the girl. And pale skin, I think, is so beautiful. Look at Nicole Kidman. She never has a tan at all on the red carpet. And she looks phenomenal and stunning. So that's my preference. I think I have, like, a West Coast girl's heart because I would want to be so tan. <laughs> I don't mind a, a good tan, but too tan. Mm, no hot backstage or freezing backstage when I say hot it's like you are so wet and your sticky boobs off and freezing Freezing. you're shivering freezing freezing anytime I'm cold all the time anyways you can add throw a cardigan a blanket whatever over you until the second you're about to walk out so that's my choice I remember being like so wrapped up in my swimsuit uh cover-up kimono thing I was like cut like 
covering myself up with hip backstage at state one year because it was so cold, but I would rather do that any day than worry about being shiny and sweaty. Yeah. At Mrs. Ohio, it was in the summer both times. And I mean, when it's summertime and with lights and stuff, there's only so much you can do to keep that place cool. And I was sweating so bad. Like I full blown, my first year I sweated my sticky boobs off Mm -hmm. to the point that by the time the show was over, the like seam at the bottom of where my boob is had slipped up and Uh was sitting on top of my boobs. And I had like a quad boob situation. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It was awful. And I didn't know it did that. Until I went downstairs to change and saw myself in the mirror. And I was like, why did nobody tell me to look like That's this? That's so funny. That's hilarious. All right. I okay. Let's do like, more. I was going to say, let's do like one more. Last one. Would you rather your shoe break towards the beginning of your evening gown walk, but you can still function. You can still make it. And they, they may or not know that it's broken, but you're definitely, you're not doing your best walk. Or... Okay. Would you rather be getting ready to leave the stage, still in full view of the judges, and you f- completely fall, like flat on your back? Mm, I'd rather the shoe break as I'm walking. But several Miss USAs have won the Miss USA pageant after falling on stage. So it doesn't – it's been proven that you can fall on stage and still win the pageant. I just would rather be able to walk the whole walk – knowing my shoe is broken and being able to cover for that and not have to actually fall straight on my back. Yeah. It's uh, all about how you recover from it. Which would you rather? I, and it, well, that's what I was just thinking because my initial thought was, well, no, I would rather have an amazing walk the whole time and then just wipe out because then I can be like, ha ha ha, whatever. Look, I'm so cool that I don't even care that I fell. <laughs> so. But the way you just explained it, I'm like, ah, no, I think I would just fall. I would just hit it all in one, in one go and then be done yeah. with it. Yeah. All right. Well, that <gasps> concludes my list of this and that. You handled this was this fun. Good. This was fun. I liked this little change up. All right. So now that we've wrapped up this or that, I need to know what is the Chris's question of the week? So this week, my question is going to be. You answer this or that. Would you rather be beautiful or would you rather be smart? Beautiful. <laughs> because, I, I mean, when you say smart, I feel like that's so relative. People right. are, no matter what, you're smart in different ways. And so if, and I think I'd rather be very, not, I would rather be confident in what I look like. So then I mm-hmm. can just move around more effortlessly and then I'd still have the confidence to think I'm super smart. Maybe I wouldn't be, but I would at least hey. be confident enough to feel that way. I like it. I like it. Hey, there's no right or wrong answer on these, this or that. It's just personal preference. Oh gosh. Now I'm sitting here thinking about all the things I wouldn't know how to do. I don't know. Rebecca, that, all right. That was my, that was my knee jerk reaction. If a judge and asked me. And that's what I tell you to do. I always say, just go with your gut, say what comes to mind and Don't think like you think you're dead. Yeah, that's yeah. All right. Well, I didn't think about it and that's what I feel. So, all right. Well, thank you so much for playing this game with me. You had no idea what I had written down to ask you. So I didn't, I didn't have a clue what was coming, but I'm glad that we did it because it was way more fun that way. I couldn't see again. I couldn't think I just had to tell you. 
You handled it really well. I feel like you handled it way better than I handled just one, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Pageant Buzz podcast. You can find us at the Pageant Buzz pod on Instagram. And as Rebecca always says, don't forget to sparkle. We are currently booking our next guest. So follow us on Instagram at pageantbuzzpod and send us a DM if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast.